Welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. I'm good. Kind of exhausted, but I'm good. (laughs) Well, I think we can all relate to that one. Mm -hmm. We'll name this the Sleepy Show. (laughs) Damn right, because I've been in the waiting room like a motherfucker a couple times. But, side note, now that I'm back in my movie shit because I got to be in the hospital all night, it's, it ain't an old movie, but it ain't a brand new movie either. Y'all ever seen this shit, Sucker Punch? I've seen uh, it. Yes. Wait. Uh, it's, it's that one with the girl. And she's yeah, like yeah the, she's, uh, it's all happen, it all happens in the girl's mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Actually, one girl's mind. Girl's but it's, a, it's really like from a cinematic story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the story won't all that, but the movie itself, like, I fuck with that shit. It's the trippy. Visual, the, the visual... The visual, what's the word I'm looking for, man? Um, no, presentation. The visual presentation was just on point. It's like, dang, and I forgot that. You feel me? Like, that's what I like to do. Like, go back. Like, even though I've watched so many fucking movies, you watch so many, you forget small things on some movies. That's why I try to go back and watch movies so many times. It's like, goddamn, just, just in awe uh, every time I watch something. Like, this, this new Jordan Peele shit, I can't wait till this shit come up. I'm going to watch this in a good five times. What, what's your, what movie? Nope. 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 Oh yeah. I think that I seen the, the trailer. That shit weird. That shit is like it's gonna be some shit, boy. I'm gonna watch that How, least uh, You got a Western alien flu- yes. black folk. And you got the historical aspect of the first motion yes. picture. Like that's gonna be a yes. cool story. I like the way he ties in like historical stuff to make give it just enough realism. Uh-huh. Like he, he's very smart with that. He also makes like he's good at like Dropping uh jewels in there that make people go and follow the to like larger yeah. knowledge, you know what I mean? So I, I like that. Years from now, people gonna use, use his work in college courses, yo. People gonna use his movies in college courses and try to break them apart and try to use them for the lessons and shit. Years from now, I, I can see that. Well, they do that now, actually. See, yeah. it, 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 exactly, shit. Jordan motherfucking Peel, boy, great fucking director, great actor. I I commute. <laughs> I go with you there. Great director and like writer, brain. I, he's not the best at executing. No, Keegan. Keegan's a better performer. Yeah, Keegan is a good actor. Like he's he's been yeah, in some I, dope dramas and shit. What I would like to yeah. see is a Jordan Peele movie with Keegan in it. Now, that'll be the sequel. That'll be dope as fuck. Again, they got that good ass chemistry. You feel me? But to be in that director actor, that that's a different type of dy- do, dynamic right there. I, I I would like to see that shit. I'd like to see Jordan Peele go back to comedy and actually die with him, but not like a more uh, smart comedy film, like not so much silly humor, but like because that movie was like more like a um, that's like a black dude with my car. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like yeah, yeah. Well, that's how I'm looking like uh, I, I I I see it, haha. But it's like they took a piece of John Wick and mixed it. Mm-hmm. Every gangster helps the nerd flip, and then like smashed them. Okay, I got lost twice a bitch today. Walking, not even driving, walking. This motherfucking hospital so goddamn big. Cause they got two goddamn kids. So I, I wanted something for Chick-fil-A. I'm like, bet before I even left the room, before she even got um put in the surgery, we was like, all right, Chick-fil-A downstairs. She was giving me the map and everything. All right, you know, I don't like walking, you don't, you know, I don't like walking around places I don't know. They were a lot of motherfuckers, so I need to know where I'm going so I can get there and get back. Plotted it out and everything. I go downstairs to the cafeteria, they're like, Yeah, it's downstairs. I go downstairs. No, that's on the other side of the other side of campus. I'm like, fuck you mean the campus? You mean the university, no, the, the hospital campus. I was like, okay. Like, if you go downstairs and go to the concourse and go to the tunnel, I was like, well, I ain't remember all that shit. <laughs> the tunnel? GPS said. Yeah, nigga, like, it's some shit to connect this motherfucker over here. Like, boy. Because they had, you know, on you on a college 
uh, region. College is big as shit. Like, that's oh, true. like a, like they like a Duke. mini city, basically. I'm at Duke right now. <laughs> like, this shit is big as a bitch. Like, oh, what? Wow. I had to go out the hospital, go around the corner, go down the street, around the corner, down the next street. Okay. Shit. Shit. I had to go everywhere to find this fucking Chick-fil-A. And then when I, I, time, I didn't think it was the right one because I couldn't see the goddamn sign. I was like, all right, shit, is it? I, I hope this is it because I ain't going back out this building again without no food. Chick-fil-A always finds its way into some random building. Like, it's always like, throughout, <laughs> throughout my um, knowledge of Chick-fil-A, it's always a time where I could be in some random building and in the little mm-hmm. lunch court, there, it's there. They On the East Coast, at least. They gonna college. The further out west you go, you stop seeing them. No, yeah, well, true. They got them other type of places out there. You start running the Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. I only, only seen one Jack in the Box, and that was in North Carolina. Jack in the Box, all right. They need to bring up Hard to trust a place that got so many damn items, like tacos, breakfast, lunch, dinner, like... I don't like that. They, they don't, don't like, like they're, they're one of them places that's, like, super average. They don't make anything super great. They have everything. No matter what you're in the mood for, you can find that. It, it's, it's always been, like, a, a fast food place like that in existence. And and for some reason, they they just lack somewhere. Like probably, like, yeah. average burgers or something. Remember back in the day, they had a junk called Hot Now. And the um, My favorite place to go is motherfucking Genshi Grill. Genshi Grill? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Not, not, it's not that here. I said that. It's out here in Chesterfield and shit. Well, out there in Chesterfield and shit. Oh, yeah, that shit. It's like, um, I ain't never seen a restaurant like that. You feel me? Like, they got all, everything raw out for you to pick your own raw shit and give it to them for them to cook. And they cook all that oh, shit in the okay. You feel me? You pick your spices, your sauces, your meats, your vegetables, everything. You pick raw, put them all on your plate raw and give it to them. And then you pick out the rice or noodles. I know them, um, like, uh, like Japanese steakhouse. Almost. Yeah. Almost like but they don't cook it. They cook it, but not right in front of you. Got it. They just take it and put it in. Not even the kitchen, because the grill out there on the floor, but ain't nothing, ain't no chairs around the grill and shit. You feel me? Right. So if you they turn it around. in front of you, but you standing up. Wait, just yeah, like, something uh, like that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah I, I, I wouldn't want nobody to cook my food right in front of me. You want fruit in your in your food. They got fruit out there for you to put in your food. A little bit of mangoes and shit. What? Mango, mango and tang- tangerines and shit. Hey, damn right. I, I, I like that shit. Like one, you get a like you got three different size servers you can get based on what you get. You feel me? Like if you want a large, you get that much food. You pick up that much shit and get to me. Like, I want a large. That large goes two fucking meals. You ain't gonna. I don't. I, I don't know. Like, gonna eat a whole large in one damn meal. That shit is big. Mm. But it, it ain't. And it's. It's. How can I say it? It's. It's a price smart choice. You feel me? It's. It's. You get more bang for your buck. More there you go. I like that shit. There you go. More grill for your dude. <laughs> I mean, I particularly. I don't partake of the alcoholic beverages, but. The motherfucker do the servants there is fucking humongous. Like they eat like a damn fishbowl full of liquor. Like that, that shit. ain't good for my liver. I took my wife <laughs> down when we was when we was dating. Like back when we started was originally just dating before we even got engaged. I took her there. I mean, she found the place. We just went out there. That shit was a good ass date. Fuck, it's full as a bitch. I was like, I don't do shit now. <laughs> <laughs> no moving, no nothing. That shit gonna go to sleep. That <laughs> shit. Mm. But shit, man, how y'all niggas doing this week, man? Um, I'm cobastatic, baby. Tired as fuck. Yeah. It's like a good tire. You know? 
as tired boss as this tired my tired is different my tired is um y'all motherfuckers is beginning to get on my goddamn nerves now leave me the fuck alone i'm just trying to get shit done why the fuck you in my face no i don't got no money i'm broke until payday yeah it's fuck like it's i was like no yo yo it seemed like every day it seemed like some random person out of the blue is just asking me. So I, let me tell y'all, people, I don't got no money. I don't. I don't got no money, man. Y'all just stop asking me. I don't got nothing. I'm about to ask y'all for real. I don't got nothing. Not a damn thing. Whatever. The bills took all my money. Stop asking me shit. Hey, don't <laughs> ask me. Ask Fika. That nigga. Got- yes. Yo. You better ask me for shit. My kids gonna get your ass, your ass new for something. I don't got no taxes either. The state trying to take my money too. If y'all and even if I do got my taxes, I look. That's what I'm saying. I don't got nothing. I don't got shit. I'm trying to pay everything off. Stop asking me. I know I look like I got money. I don't got no money. All right. Yeah. I know I'm gorgeous. I, I'm, this, this gorgeous is not gonna be able to pay you. You are getting out of hand, sir. I am. I am. But I don't got nothing in my hand to give to anybody else. That's what I'm trying to say. This, I'm out of hand because y'all keep asking for my hand. <laughs> y'all gonna get this hand. Stop asking me. Understand? Father, stretch my hand. So, so I could slap the fuck out of somebody. Um, well, speaking of yeah. slapping the fuck out of. <laughs> and what's up, guys? Welcome hey, to the Father. A show with three friends separated by distance because you can get on. And as always... I'm one third of the partners. Your boy Tiz, and I'm along with it's the Padawan here, the other third of the partners. I don't got no goddamn money, and I'm along with what's happening, man? It's your boy facing a place, running the race, third place, but I'm gonna win by the end. We's up in this thing, man. Another week, episode six, seven. We's out here. Um, how y'all feeling? How, how y'all feeling about your week? I know, I know, we kind of touched base. Some- Everything good. Stress free, baby. Living life Gucci over here, man. It feels good to be stress free and got no worries. All my worries been lifted off of me. Praying ain't got no worries. Nigga ain't got no worries. Nigga ain't got no worries. Nigga ain't got no worries. I ain't got no worries. Nigga 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 ain't got Start up with that Nina. Got two bad bitches with me. Holly oh, and Aquafina. Yeah, I don't love me. I don't love me. But now I think I'm all done me. I don't have no nothing. Nigga ain't worried about that. Nigga ain't worried about that. Nigga ain't worried about that. I know that's going to be horrible for the listeners. I apologize. I had to get that up. Jamming with shit. Join, join, join. <laughs> Y'all know join this is a different thing. type of podcast. Sometimes talk, sometimes yeah, all that good shit. And uh sometimes we like to do something against the face. Right. Take it away, baby. Damn right, damn right. Let's go against the grain, man. So my number one this week. Um, contrary to pop belief, I'm a black man and I like country, man. Damn it, I got to attest that shit. Tennessee whiskey is my shit. If you ain't heard it. 
Go to YouTube after you listen to us and listen to that And shit. I OD'd in Denver and I just couldn't remember her name. Boy, you better go listen to Tennessee Whiskey. That is Boy. my shit. And Rascal Flats too, y'all. Rascal Flats got some fucking bangers. What? I fucks with the Bang. country, man. Now, number two, a lot of people, they ain't gonna agree with me. But I don't like macaroni and cheese. I agree with you. The way it looks, it smells nasty, and it sounds like good sex. I don't like macaroni like plastic. <laughs> so it like look plastic. It looked like it's, it was made in the toy shop. <laughs> it looks like plastic. Exactly. It sounds like good sex. It sounds like good twist. Yes, it does. <laughs> well, I don't want to eat sounds that. like it. I want to have good sex. I don't want to eat good sex. That's, that's what you you, you know, I want to eat while having good sex. If, I mean, hey, but not that shit. No. I want to eat good than have. Uh, I I'll put it like this. I don't. I'm with you right now because I <laughs> when I could eat cheese, I'd fuck up. I'd fuck up down pan of macaroni. Like, but it gotta be like the homemade grandma's edition with like you know it's baked. <laughs> it, it got like four different cheeses in it. It's it's oh, like yeah, you, you know that. like got the little crust yeah. on the top. You know. Somebody might have, you know, yeah. grandma might have thrown some 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 crunched up cheese that's on top of that thing to make a nice mm-hmm. little pie crust almost like that type of man. That used to be. Yeah, I don't want no good sex sounding food. Hell no. That sound like, oh my. That sound like somebody's going <laughs> to sell some food good one day. Sex sounding food. Who's so good? Sounds like good sex. Now use my shit. Well, you know. Um, but that's my against the grain, goddamn. What y'all got? Because I damn sure not like that bullshit. <laughs> Tennessee whiskey <laughs> and macaroni go together. Mm-hmm. I fuck with the Tennessee whiskey, the song, and other country. But I definitely do not fuck with no macaroni and cheese. Both will fuck your stomach up. Both is going to fuck your stomach up. Both of them. No, I was talking about... I was talking about Tennessee whiskey. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I, now that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tennessee. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I can tolerate certain country music at the bar. And sometimes it, it gives me a PTSD moment. So I, I had to, I had to count the, the, the count how many black people or minorities around me to make me make sure I feel safe around here. I was like, oh, okay, you know. You wouldn't believe it, but the safest at an all white bar that is probably going to be your safest moment. You will probably get so many drinks bought for you, like. Oh, I know, I know. Some the of the husband. coolest, some of the coolest <laughs> nights at ODU started with country music in a bar and black people in a frat house where with random you know, you know what random just start pour out over the bar and boom party. Yeah. You know, like just random song. Yeah. You know what random song? It's not a country song, but you know what random song uh got me a lot of drinks when it was played at bars? Bohemian Rhapsody. For some reason, when I'm inebriated, I know that whole song. Don't ask oh, you're me to a bad sing it right now. Because I, I, I do like the, the yeah, that, that's a hard-ass song. Yo, can I just say this, man? Um, I don't care what you feel about the LGBTQ IOO elemental P, but that damn Freddie Mercury, man, them, him and Queen, that was a hard-ass band, yo. I don't care who you are. I don't care how thugged out you are. Listen to they mute. Yo, Queen is one of the best bands ever in the history of music. Them motherfuckers hard. Like, you know, you, you know they are big shit. Like, we are the champions and shit. But when you go into mm-hmm. their, like, actual cat, like, some of them they, drops, yo. Boom. Yo. Them, they them, made them, music them. for the stadium. Woo. 
there you go. And I, they make you know, music I'm a for the stadium. Music that's my shit. So, that's that's how Kanye make music. So like music that feel like you could have like thirty thousand people all chanting the same time. We're not going to take it. I'm I'm into shit like that. Like that. That's my. Like, I, I love that. Like that collective conscious of just everybody just feeling that same whatever the vibe is. Like it could be an R and B song. Like because my Mariah Carey got some shit on that uh Emancipation of Mimi album that. Like the fullness of the music. That's what it is. It's like fullness of the music. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it does something to your spirit. Like when music hits you here, it like it ain't no subwoofer, but you feel it like pounding through your chest. Oh yeah. You feel me? Like y'all ever been listening to some music and like it's a piece of music and it gets you like so hyped up or overwhelmed. I don't even know what the word is, but like you can't breathe for a second. Like it feel like when you're going down a roller coaster and the wind first hits your chest, it's like, and then you catch it, but like I don't know, maybe it's just me. Yeah. No, no, this happened before. You want to know? That's happened to me before. Matter of fact, it's happened to me one time, and Face was with me, and uh, they were playing. I don't know what it was, but uh, we were smoking, and we went to the bar, <laughs> and um, they were playing. Um, what's that shit called? That robotic ass, like, oh, damn, I forgot what that music is called, or whatever. Techno? It's like that rock. It's like techno, but it's dubstep? that robotic dubstep. Yes, that's what it wow, was. Bow, 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 yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was just too much for my sense. And <laughs> I like that. I just passed out. And the next thing you know, face saw me on the ground. Oh, no, I, ain't talking about, I ain't talking about no shit like that, nigga. That is, <laughs> that is a psychedelic. Nigga. That is, face I'm, is talk, bad, I, I'm talking about like the music that. is so good and like <laughs> it, it's so full and like you can it almost fills you up like a breath, so you can't take a breath. True. Yeah. Um, I felt that way today. Is this uh A Bay Bay Jersey Club anniversary remix? And it's a TikTok dance going and all that, but when you listen to the whole shit, like it's something about that shit that just like me, me and me and the me and the boy was in here today. Like that shit had us in here rocking out hard. A Bay Bay, A Bay Bay. Like that shit is hard. If you don't, if you get a chance out there, uh Pod Squad. Go look up Anna, anniversary uh rem- Jersey Club remix or anniver or um A Bay Bay TikTok remix. It's beautiful. The dance is pretty cool too, but it's all right. Um back to getting against the grain. I'm sorry that we y'all know we we good for a damn tangent. Um yeah, that was a tangent. Tangential oh, conversations. But I got the uh well, I guess it's my turn to put me to oh. put my against the grain out. So we'll um, jump on up in there, Pat. Pause. Got it's- it. Got it. <laughs> It it is funny because I did brought up like we brought up Queen and Queen makes like stadium music and you know Kanye makes stadium music too or whatever. Um, but this is my against the grain and some Kanye fans may feel some type of way, but I think Kanye business ideas are great and are genius, but I don't always think the product matches the hype itself. I can dig it. And like at ground level, when you look at it, if it didn't have nothing to do with Kanye, wouldn't nobody want that shit. Wouldn't want buy that shit. Wouldn't buy that shit at all. It's goofy and (laughs) poop. Yeah. So like, if you if you had like um like he's perfected his brand to the point that he could put it on any stupid thing and people gonna in his in his cult is gonna buy it or buy into it or make it. Fashionista, right. pretty much. 
or whatever. And I think he he's exploiting the fuck out of that shit, man, because to this day, I mean, I've seen some Yeezys that look cool. The ones that look close to a regular shoe. You know, close you got those, to a regular shoe. shoe. You know, you know, then you got those Yeezys that look like the Elon Musk space boot version of a croc. And the only reason why I look cute is because I see the pretty girl with wear them in the IG photo. And that's about it. Other than that, her ass are like the Martian in them shits too. I don't give a fuck how that's it. Them shit look that, like you wearing two bike helmets. Exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. Two bike helmets. <laughs> like you got two big ass bike helmets on your feet. That's that is exactly what you look like. Anybody out there, if you have them ugly ass shoes on, you look like you have bike helmets. And who the fuck wears helmets on their feet? I mean, really. It's but, like, um, it's like quick side note. Speaking of helmets, Broncos Nation, we going to the Super Bowl next year, baby. First the Nets got Ben Simmons. Then the Broncos got Russell Wilson. We back, bitches. We back. Oh, shit. Oh, we relevant again. And just in time for Tiz Takes coming this Friday night, 10 o'clock p.m. Sports talk for the casual. But yeah, back to you. Shit, they got Russell Williams. Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. Sierra says we do. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's going to be a TikTok yeah. challenge made for us and everything. I ain't, oh, that yeah. big, I ain't that big, you know, of a sports fan to know things. But I know, yeah, that, that's kind of big, pretty much. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's like We literally yeah. have the top three defenses, one of the best run games, and three of the better receivers that are, like, under the age of and all we needed was a quarterback. And we got now one of the top five to seven quarterbacks. And oh, we back, bitch. Yeah. I'm talking shit all season. <laughs> all season. Uh, oh, man. Come around playoffs. Uh, uh, come around the end of the season, that second half of the season. Once the trade deadline set, I'm going to start taking some uh, friendly handshake bets. You know, we can bet some uh, diet do, like Skip <laughs> Bailey say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going the fuck down. You heard me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, back to the against the grain. Okay. I'll go against the grain next, I guess. Um, I hate washing dishes. I don't believe it should be a thing. And I think all <laughs> eating utensils should be disposable. The kitchen sink should just be for washing your hands and water if you need to wipe off your <laughs> maybe to wash your floor. <laughs> At no point should you be putting dishes in that thing, putting soap in there, and then scrubbing a damn thing or running a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> for all of that you could just wash your hands and keep putting the food in the palm of your hands and eating right off of that you would be a, you would be basically doing just about the same fucking thing me personally i'd rather have something fresh that has not yet been touched cannot possibly have a crack in it that i can't see that's microscopic with a little piece of bacteria just you know something fresh out the plastic that's just me but um yeah do with that what you will um but yeah, fuck washing dishes. Also, if you hand wash dishes, which is actually the better way to do it, because at least then you know they get clean. The dishwasher can sometimes miss by then you got to rerun it and all that shit. And if I got to end up washing the shit by hand anyway, then what the fuck did I run the damn dishwasher? But that's another story. But who the fuck want to stick their hand into that nasty ass water? That shit is just like taking a, it's like taking a plate bath. It's like, like you're sitting in the water that you just washed the shit. So why the fuck would I want to put my hand in that now? Now my hand dirty, whatever else is still in the water dirty. Like, so now I'm just soaking shit in dirty water. Like, what the fuck? 
it's and, then, and, then, and then when you put your hand in the water, you feel everything you just wiped off. Like you, the slimy noodle, the the the, the weird, like that weird clunk of exercise, infertility, and disgusting. First, yeah. It's no. It need. don't even feel like water. It feels like you put your hand in nope. swamp vines. Nope. Give me one of them little plastic knife <laughs> or spoon packs that they get the kids at lunch for school lunch, and give me a styrofoam and or a paper plate fresh out of the plastic bag. I'm good. Call it a day. Yeah. Um. And then the other way I would like to go against the grain, you know, I always give one that's kind of just real life, but then another one that's kind of a little bit uh more against the grain than than others. Um. I think some prejudice and profiling is okay. Stereotypes and descriptions come from somewhere rooted in truth. Um, yeah. There is something to be said about if everybody that's bombing a certain thing kind of keep wearing these same uniforms, then maybe, yeah, uh-huh. maybe there's something to Just my opinion. Um, like if, a certain, if a certain group of people have high numbers of drowning, maybe, I mean... Maybe they can't swim. Could be time for that group to go ahead and all I'm saying. I know I need to. Yeah, you know, I know personally for me, I get a little wary around late teen to early 20 young white men who are kind of slim built with boots on. To me, that (laughs) triggers up Timothy McVeigh and Columbine, South Carolina shootings. Like, it just seems like people who keep wearing their uniform keep doing crazy shit. You know, January 6th. You know, just kind of just let you know, like... Let me just keep an eye out because some shit might be about to go down. Mm-hmm. I might have to get on up out of here. No, that's all I'm saying. Doors in I'm just saying. A big truck pull up beside me and the tires are bigger than my car. Making my wife clutch her purse. I look over. I go ahead and start, you know, reaching for the glove box, making sure things are situated in an uh, orderly fashion in my car. Just in case. You know, because I've seen militia go crazy in traffic. They just had a trucker rally all the way up the damn East Coast. Ah. But yeah, you know. I'm not with racism, but I am with, I'm not with any ism, I guess, but I am with prejudging things. But I am against these thugs. Yeah, based on a set trend of facts that have happened in the order. Like, I go with the, I go with the stats, man. Like, if if it's a trend that this keeps happening in this place, I'm going to say that that place is an area where that's going to happen. Ain't going to say it pretty confidently. If you tell me black people like chicken, my ass is probably going to be licking my fingers from some fresh yard bird as I agree with you and nod my head yes. Like, yep, you sure damn do. You want a wing? I'm just saying. It we got to stop acting like shit ain't true. Like, stereotypes came from something. us. See, the only thing about that stereotype is it's not just us that like chicken. Everybody nope. fucking likes chicken. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Every you go, you go to you go to an Asian culture, China, Japan, they got chicken. Chicken on everybody menu, man. I don't know how the hell chicken ended up in every kind of one of these countries because I know chicken is not indigenous to all these places. But guess what? Everybody like chicken. Mm-hmm. Were, it is they, what it is. They were they were hustling them across seas some whatever or something. Or I've never met a person that was not vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian. Or they hunt down the bird that was around them and called it chicken too. That too, <clears throat> basically. It's it's a lot of wild chickens that were. At- Cockatoo chicken. Wayo. Oh, yeah. chicken. is red. Why does chicken look like a rainbow? <laughs> it's multicultural, multicolored chicken. This chicken all across. But um, yeah, man, I was against the grain. 
Put it down in the comments. You know, let us know, you know, how y'all felt about it. If y'all disagree, let us know why. And tell us what y'all are going against the grain. Um, Damn. Yeah. And um, as we continue to go against the grain, I think it's no better time to do that. Um, the past couple of weeks have been getting kind of sticky. So let's go ahead and kick it off with this week's. We're back into the top MC before the 2000. This tournament has been getting kind of real. Um, we are now at the Elite Eight. So by the end of tonight, we'll have the final four. And this was the first week that the pod squad got their votes in. And we know the pod squad votes count as two votes. So this is going to be huge as to who they picked. And I can tell you now, uh, at least one of these picks surprised me. So let's get into it. Can you guys see the screen? Yes. Awesome sauce. Um, <laughs> do y'all have any particular area on the bracket that y'all want to start with? Or, uh, yeah, how y'all feel? Say that one more time. Ghostface and Nas. Ghostface killer. Uh, here we go. Versus here we motherfucking go. Nas. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Your boys, Padawan, your boy. Who will win this? Um, okay. Who wants to go first here? I can kick it off. You know, I can always. <laughs> not me. Pat, tat, tat, tat. You don't want it. I'm not ready. Nah, y'all can go first. I'll go first. Um, okay. Marketability. Marketability, I'm going to give it a Nas. Okay. I give it. I'm gonna give him marketability and uh, um, the longevity of his career and the ability to go to different markets, do different things, and continue to be um, ever present in the game and ever changing. I give it to him. Um, stays present. I give it to Ghostface. Um, the Ghostface show is just more entertaining to me than a Nas show. It's flat out. Um, now I come down to lyrical ability. Um, toss up, really. It's a really toss up. I'm not gonna be biased this week just because it's Nas. Not gonna be biased. I'm really gonna give it a, a true, what is it, college try. Um, Nas is one of the lyrical gods, they say. Um, I feel that Ghost is extremely underrated. Extremely underrated. Um, I feel that if Ghostface would have originally been a solo act instead of part of Wu Tang and then been a solo act, I feel like his his accolades would be a lot more than they are. And people will see him a lot higher than what he's ranked on the overall ranking. When people talk about top 10, top 20 rappers, you feel like that, because right. he spurred off from a group. So anytime you think of him, you think of Wu-Tang. You don't yeah. think it's just him. Um, whereas someone else's Nas, there's nothing else to attach him to. Where the, the other groups and stuff he was attached to later or he was affiliated with came later after his solo. And he still have a present yeah. in solo. Lyrical, um, I'm gonna just give it, give it to motherfucking Nas. Nas takes it. I am actually surprised. So face gives it to Nas. <clears throat> Shocked. I, I actually <clears throat> am. I, I did not see that coming. Um, <clears throat> Pat, do you want me to go first, or you want to take it first, or would you like to know what the pod squad? You, you can go first. Okay. Um, as it goes to marketability, this is actually part of the um because they both have been in the game a long time and they both are very recognized globally for different um they both have had their hand in acting they both have had other endeavors um in business and products um endorsements things of that nature so like they're both household names i think what separates it for me is nas tech bag and that crypto bag and that type of arena that's a different type of money or millionaire left the whole game off that. Mm -hmm. When you start adding that to your repertoire and you already are kind of naked, I got to get ability. Um, also, movies that are one of my favorite movies of all time, Belly. So even though his acting, I, I, I'll roll with 
Lyricism to me, it ain't even close. Ghostface says more and more pockets as more creative. Um, he's more engaging um to me in his flow. Nas has a very um it's very dry. His voice doesn't like fluctuate a lot. And I don't think he could do I think that's just his voice. You know, not much you could do about that. But to me, that matters when you're putting your lyrics together almost. Like if you have a monotone voice, you're not gonna be more willing to try like different uh syllable structures or different word choices, even just off the fact that it's not gonna sound right if you but if you got a voice like this and then you come like that, then you can say some wild shit. It matches, you know what I mean? So um I think Ghostface has been a master of learning how to match. So yeah, I'm gonna give lyricism. To- it comes down to stage presence. Who's the better? In- and this is where it's tough for me. Um, I think they both bring something different. Despite Nas's monotone voice, he's an MC. Like the, his movement, the way he carries himself has a certain uh, gravity to it that kind of holds weight and, and adds a presence to his um, stage performance and his actual like doing freestyles, etc. So I, I definitely respect him on that, but I think Ghostface to me, the animation, the willingness to out jump in the crowd, I'll knock a nigga out of my, like you never know what the fuck you gonna get with Ghostface. Like he's he's Wu Tang. Like Wu Tang has probably some of the best stage presence in the game as far as being I'm gonna roll with Ghostface man face. All right. All right. So all right. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna go with um marketing. I'm going with Nas. I'm only saying that because Ghostface with Ghostface. Wu Tang is basically his marketing. Yeah, pretty much. Even though he's had his time, he has his own. Um, he is the hardest working person in Wu Tang. He has the most albums in Wu Tang. So really, I feel like his work ethic kind of outshines most over like Wu Tang. Like <clears throat> I say, he's the main reason why Wu Tang is Wu Tang, pretty much. But that's all building towards Wu Tang and not towards Ghostface for real. So I give the market and the Nas because, like you said, also his investment when it comes to marketing, I always look, I, I base it off of who's the closest to Jay-Z right now, basically, I can which kind of give which kind of give Jay-Z an unfair fucking advantage <laughs> in marketing. Yes. Much. yes, but he's the highest in the food chain to me. So I feel like whoever's the closest to it or gives me the closest feel to it. Not to say Ghostface is not near it, but we don't know Ghostface more on for that. We know Nas a little bit more than Ghostface for that. So I give Mark that to Nas. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Stage presence. I give that to Ghostface just in general. He's is he, Ghostface is just one of those personalities that you just instantly got to respect. Not and it demands respect. Not to say Nas own legend status doesn't, um, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just the he Ghostface forces that attention upon him. You know what I'm saying? No matter where you go, just like just like you said. So now it goes down to lyricism, and um, I I was on Nas's lyricism before I was actually fully engaged in Ghostface lyricism. Like, I've always been engaged with Ghostface because Wu-Tang is like, Wu-Tang and Nas were the first raps that I really, like, sat there and was like, all right, this is my shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's, this is, like, really hard to decide. But all in all, I'm going to give it to Nas. So it'll be Nas 2 to 1. Well, you'll be happy to know that the pod squad also went with you and Face because they also picked Nas. 
So Nas moves on to the final four. The final four. The top of the mountain. Nas. All right. We got four more uh, brackets here, guys. We got either Common and Jay-Z. Let's get it out of the way. Let's get it out of the way. Come on. Let's get it out of the way. <laughs> I'll take my guy. My favorite um, rapper of all time. Um, This is easy for me. Jay-Z. Lyricism. ability. Stage presence is where you can actually make an argument there. But... I don't care. I'll go next. Well, when it comes to stage present, when you really look at it, you go give it to Jay-Z. Now, marketability, we already know, goes to Jay-Z. Now, lyricism. And when you really sit back and look at it, you got to give lyricism to Jay-Z. So, I would say... <laughs> Jay-Z. When you really sit back and look at it. <laughs> when you really sit back. <laughs> I just got to give it to Jay-Z, man, like. He's a better, better all around MC than Tom. When you really sit back and look, when you really sit back and look at it, hey, when you really sit back and look at it, I Marquis make a song out of our shit. I want a song, nigga. All right, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) The floor is again. I'm sorry. It's not even after eleven. I I have no excuse. This damn sleep. He on mute. You on mute, Pat. Oh, shit. My bad. I was running my mouth and everything. Damn. <laughs> I was running my mouth and everything, uh, I was talking all kinds of shit, man. <laughs> let me, all right. Um, let me start it off by saying, <laughs> let me, um, let me just start off by saying, look, Tom is one of my favorite artists. I like his, I like a lot of his songs. Um, sometimes I, I feel like, all right, Common. You, I like you, but sometimes, man, you you, you just be like, it could die, it could die, it could die. It could die. <laughs> yo, you love that fucking line. Yo, and I'd be like, and I'd be like, yo, so you couldn't think of nothing, nothing else other but tick a die, tick a tick a All right, okay. So, um, I said all this to say, yo, I really like Common, but it's Jay Z. All right, let's go to the next round. That's it. And the Pod Squad agree. The first 5-0 of the bracket. Jigga, my nigga. Uh-uh-uh. So Jay-Z is definitely on to the final four. And that's interesting. The first two to move <clears throat> on, Jay-Z and Nah. Which leads us to our last two uh, brackets. How y'all want to go? Okay, we got uh, Face Bus uh, having to bounce. He got to go handle some biz. So he did send in his uh, final votes, though. So he did pick uh okay, so we have his final votes and we have the final votes. Um Pat, which bracket you want to go? Uh let's do Buster uh MNL. All right. Now this one is actually interesting. Um you want to go first? You want me to go first or you want me to tell you what the pod squad? Let's go with the what the pie squad said first. Okay. So the pod squad had <clears throat> Buster Rhyme. Mm. Right. Um I didn't personally see that coming. I was very surprised. Um, but let's get into it, Pat. Um, I'll go ahead and say, uh, I'll say, <laughs> Pat, how you feel? This one, this one, I actually want to see in a versus, and this one, I actually like. This is going to be tough or whatever because, well, I'll start with the easiest bracket for me: stage presence, Busta Rhymes. Even though Eminem has his own stage presence, because we know with Eminem, it's going to be shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But Buster Rhymes. Um, Buster. All right, marketing. There's no way I can out 
like I really want to root for Buster. I really do. But it really makes no logical sense in my head when I calculate things marketing wise that he could beat Eminem. But at the same time, if I'm just looking at the stats, I'm going to say Eminem for marketing. Indeed. I would agree. Okay. Just um, no, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. I'm, I would say, I would say, yeah, like you got bust or yeah. M. Then it's the lyricism, man. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm gonna go with M for lyricism, and I almost disagree with my choice, but at the same time, I feel like I have more examples of like Eminem being a little bit introspective. Bust and Rhymes flows are like a sci-fi movie to me, like. Instinction level event, like uh what's that one before it? Uh when disaster strikes, when I get into the vein of Buster Rhymes, I feel like list I'm I feel like I'm listening to a, a space movie. Like I can listen to Buster Rhymes and look at Fifth Fifth Element or whatever. I I don't really expect Buster Rhymes to give me introspective rhymes. Like I don't want to go, I don't go to Buster Rhymes for that. I go to Buster Rhymes for <gasps> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's why I go for it. <laughs> and, and, and not necessarily, I don't ever go to Eminem for introspective rhymes, but every once in a while, you got some introspective rhymes, you know, the way I am, lose yourself. So, and not even that, he just do, he do crazy shit with words, man, that just not anybody can, like, he, he can rhyme orange. Orange. So that's why I'm giving it to Eminem. Even though I feel like it's a travesty, and at the end of the day, I kind of feel like Buster Rhymes should be at the Mount Rushmore more than Eminem or whatever. Because of the longevity? Not, yeah, longevity. And we'll, okay. like, I feel culturally, I feel like he's done more. I think hmm. culture-wise, Buster has done a whole lot more than Eminem. Okay. I can, I can kind so of see that, that. Yeah. Yeah. But... Off of the stats that we use. <clears throat> okay. Um, we got the pause. For me, um, for lyricism, I would say this is probably tougher of the three areas. How to Definitely. Use um, kind of like, it's basically, as far as what their ability, I think they're pretty near where they differ and where in a sense is apart. It changes concepts and topics a little more easily. He has a more wide range areas in life to me, or that he's mm-hmm. shown that he could but it's gonna be some good bars and they're all over the place it's real through narrative and the only formula is when he's rapping to the ladies slower song mm-hmm. you know, then he's mm-hmm. kind of on target and every other song is kind of just he's rapping so no like this is what i'm rapping a story i'll tell for that i give um stage presence he bust around for probably ever, ever. like he he's the real deal he, when it's a on, master class um, definitely a master class then the market. This is actually very. A lot of people were kind of. Um, mm-hmm. He has a lot of brand deals. He also, I think, where the difference a larger label. Um, as an individual artist, imminent mm-hmm. singles with album sales, like mm-hmm. he checks more boxes. Record. So I got to give it. So yeah, two one. It was him. And then Face had his uh vote in. Uh, we'll have to check with him. Yeah. So uh, Buster Rhymes moves on three to two, mm-hmm. and he'll be seeing Nas the final. Four, which leads mm. us to the last of the brackets, the last of the Mohi, the last of round red man versus Tupac. I can go first, mm. and actually, I'll first face his vote. Um, he had picked red man, I'll start there. Um, and now I'll start. Um, so for lyricism, this is really tough. 
because both are very great lyricists, but for different, they have different skill sets. Um, this is kind of one of those things where like Styles makes fights in weird style class. Um, yeah. My heart says Tupac, but on the actual art of, I'd actually give it to. So um, I'll give it to Redman. Um, then we got stage prep. Now this is where it's tough for me. Um, Redman is the more animated one, definitely up there, and when it comes to performance. But Tupac used to have kind of that DMX of his more where like him hitting a certain move or him like going into a certain thing or taking off his shirt at a certain moment or like throwing all the jacket at someone like looking at the crowd or something like his ability to capture the essence of a crowd and yank that emotion out of them and get them captivated and locked in is different. Um, and I think it kind of goes to preference on that. Like whether with which type of stage presence do you prefer almost. You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah. I would say Tupac for that. So we got um lyricism red man and then we go to market is one of the largest like he's still selling records to this day. He's had the movie game. Like his estate is worth millions and millions because everything he does generates. He could put out a t-shirt tomorrow. And that's, he is the real deal. And Redman has never even went for that market. And he's always been culture. So for just merely the fact that Redman, outside of the movie, he hasn't really tried to do a lot else. I know, you know what I mean? Um, I know recently yeah. he's starting to get into cannabis, but that's so recent, like took off to the point where up there yet. So for right now, I have to go with uh, Tupac. For, so two one, Tupac. Pat. There is some stage presence marketing. Kind of want to root for Redman, but everything is saying Tupac. All right, so stage presence. Go with your that gut, man. Go go with your gut in the fact. That's the hardest one. Marketing Redman Tupac. It's like there's no way you cannot get a profit off of the off of the name of Tupac if you're using it in any form or fashion or whatever. Um, <clears throat> as far as lyricism, we're going to give it to Red Man, but I think everything else is Tupac. Stage presence and marketing-wise is Tupac. Okay. That is 2-1 Tupac for Pat? Well, one other thing I wanted to say. Is that correct, or well, should I hold off before I click? No, no, it's, it's correct. It's correct. Okay. It's correct. One thing I wanted to say also is that yeah, if Tupac was to show up some type of way, hologram or ghost or whatever, or if he was still, uh, I think he would still have that that stage presence or whatever. Yeah, I think, people think would be frozen would in be place. Still. Picture perfect. I paint a perfect picture. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it, it will be on it. That, that right one time there, they, that one time they had that hologram. I was surprised they didn't have a hologram for the uh, Super Bowl. I was waiting for you when they did the California Love. Mm -hmm. I just knew Tupac was gonna come out. Of Soon as I step on the scene, mm -hmm. I'm hearing who just that would have that mm -hmm. would have that would have shook the building. That would have been one LA would have all. Oh. And I feel like if he was alive, they probably would have had a uh they might have had that that particular Super Bowl um halftime show sooner than 2022, just cause. But mm -hmm. other thing, other side note from uh the other bracket, Buster Rhymes. I don't like when Buster Rhymes talk about Coke. If you notice lately. <laughs> He got a lot of songs. He he got some verses from time to time. I'm in love he, with the coco. You know, that was one of his artists. And you know, he was saying, and they sprinkle the coca upon the coca. Something he sounded like that or something in the rhyme. I'm like, uh, I don't come for you. I don't go to you for the, the coke rhymes. You know, Buster, I we've had a long history of you not even using them. But after 2010, it seems like I'm hearing you saying La Coca. 
rhymes a little bit more. Maybe so he's snorting that shit to try to. I don't know, man. I just feel like he, he, he has like, been plump and about to pop for. Yeah, and then I just feel like he's just around a bunch of drug rappers now or whatever because I don't know, man. It seems like whatever whatever some people feel is still cool but not mainstream becomes underground or whatever. So if you were a Wu-Tang head, you're underground. If you if if you like nothing but those old mixtape drug bars, you're underground. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like once once the fad is over in hip hop, everything about it is all the other genres within hip-hop or underground genres pretty much mm-hmm. and i feel like i don't know i feel like he might be saying those coke rhymes because he feel like he has to hang with the like almost i only maybe i'm saying this because when i was rapping i felt like i had to say drug related raps so people would understand raps that i say <laughs> you know what i'm saying it almost mm-hmm. feels like that like he's trying to make you relevant yeah like he like like if he hear him in a song with jadakiss or something like that you might hear one of those little like coke rhymes from time to time, or whatever. I haven't I been know. listening to Buster lately, but yeah, every once in a while, every once in a while. But yeah, that's that's my rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the Pod Squad agree, Tupac. So four to one, Tupac moves on, and our final four is set. We have Buster Rhymes versus Nas, and Tupac versus Jay Z, Ether. Versus Super Ugly Takeover is right here on full. This we could, or we could have another upset like this past with Buster, and Buster could move on, or Tupac could kick Jay Z. We will find out what next week. Which me and my MCs girlfriend or two thousand. Which me and my girlfriend song is the right me and the girlfriend song? Yeah, I hadn't even put that together. Yo, that's and again, the, me and my girlfriend. These be random brackets, man. Like we we set the the names, but then I just throw that shit into a bracket generator, and shit comes out like this. So like this is crazy that <clears throat> we 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 could see that, but then again, man, with the pod squad, you never know. So we gonna see. Mm-hmm. Pod squad, get your votes in. The links will be posted on social media this week. <clears throat> get your votes in. Get your votes in. Shout out to everybody who voted in this past week's round. And remember, Pod Squad, your votes count and you vote. So it is possible for you to, you know, kind of sway things in your favor with just one other partner's uh, vote. So please, please, please get your votes in. Have your voice heard. Um, and um, speaking of having your voice heard, um, I'm going to go ahead and drop the mic. And I think it's that time, Pat. I think it's that time, Pat. Ain't no time for even bullshit, man. It's episode 68. And every time I say the, the number of the episode. Hey, I said 67 to start off. Sorry, guys. That I, it, it still trips me out that we've been doing this that long, man. We are fucking being consistent. Uh, 68. God damn. 68, man. Woo! 68. Might make your head blow off. We got 32 more and it's 100. Let's get it. Right. My math right. I think my math is right. You are correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that checks All out. Right. So. Might as well get into it. It's the good and fuckery. Yeah. Good and fuckery. Episode 68. Yes, sir. We up in the thing. Let's get it. What you got for us? You know, at first I thought it was going to be slow this week. But, man, come Tuesday, all the fuckery just came out, man. It's just fuckery gods. We're going to get the... Gonna get the good out of the way or whatever. Um, I don't know. This may be good. It may not be good. It all depends if you like these two actors and then you like this movie series, or if you feel like this movie series even need a sequel. But Will Smith has teamed up with Michael B. Jordan to do "I Am Legend" too. 
Now, there, see, now there's the thing. Um, the zombies ate his There's talks that this might be a prequel. Okay, like how it got to that point. No, that I could roll with. All right, but at the same at the same time, somebody could easily write him back into existence. Like comic book writers do it all the time. If if they could, if they're a good enough writer, they could find some type of logical way to make sense that Will Smith is alive. Some type of way. Yeah. If they're that good of a writer, they're not. Then yeah, just leave that alone. Probably go with the prequel idea and uh, just, yeah, just don't don't mess up a good thing. Because I Am Legend is good, and sometimes when you do a sequel to something that's already great, yeah, fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So everything don't need a sequel. See previous I episodes. Legend, I Am Legend 2 just don't have a ring to it because I Am Legend. Unless they're going to do it like, uh, look who's talking. I Am Legend T-O-O, like I Am Legend 2, like I'm Legend also. Mm-hmm. And then they do and something like comedy. Too serious. Now, I can roll with that because then you just change That's the whole serious. shit. But, but I don't want to see that saying. I'll be honest. I, I don't. <laughs> the zombie genre kick it's kind of mm-hmm. had its run. And it needs just some like years vampire. to kind of incubate before it comes back out. And I feel like it, it's died down. You need time for a while. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, yeah. I ain't checking. For, they don't need to. And then, it's just, and then it's just the title. The phrase, I am legend, is one of those phrases that you don't want to mess with or touch. Like, that phrase alone just explains everything. Yeah. You know, if you if you add anything to it, it'll sound like a but or however or I am legend. I am legend. However, I am legend. But you know, what I'm saying no. We at the there is no I am legend two. It's just I am legend. If they want to do a there's team a sequel, up, I... I was just saying to, to imply that it's a sequel. It sounds like there's two legends. Yeah, that means we are legend. Now, if they did that as a sequel, we are legend. I don't know. That still sounds kind of corny. <laughs> still, if they want to do a team up movie, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, what was Will Smith's character in Suicide Squad like doing some maybe with that and having him uh, do, like Deadshot. Yeah, maybe having them do yeah. like a team up with and that type of uh vehicle. But I'm not really feeling. Let's remake some. I think we'll I think we'll Will I think Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan would be good in like a bad boy esque action movie. I want no Tight. sequel unless it's established. But not, no, I don't. I don't want it to be Bad Boys. I'm just saying an action movie similar to Bad Boys. Yeah, like a like buddy that. cop team up type shit. I think that. Yeah, I think their energy would be like it would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even if they're pitted against each other. Not that I, I like to see black people pitted against each other or whatever, like oh, white American history. But <laughs> but yeah, that would Hell be cool yeah. too. I rock with that. Oh, uh, next on the list of good things on the good and fuckery, a Broadway theater is renamed after James Earl Jones, which I feel like salute to the king is a total honor. Come on now, Mufasa. Mm-hmm. It's well deserved. That that dude was a beast of a damn actor for years and years. I feel like he should have some type of lifetime achievement award yeah. with some type of way. Yeah, Just him, Morgan Freeman, right. dudes like that, like this the is, this is iconic fit. voice, iconic voice. Having motherfuckers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the nigga was dark probably a boy. Exactly, exactly. It's like him, him, Uncle Phil, and Shredder. They did just one of those great voice actors or whatever. Yeah, but even James um, or younger. Mm-hmm. You ever look at like the old? Um, you ever look like um, the older actors and look at like their their pictures back in the day? 
<laughs> and then look at them and be like, yo, they be looking the same. Yeah, like you, like they look like some niggas you hanged out with, like in Norfolk. Yeah, I tell you what, they be looking like. <laughs> they be looking like old then. So I'm trying to figure out how old you really are, because I know you ain't keep saying sixty something, seventy something. You look like right. you're fifty in 1943. How the fuck are you still looking alive for one? Like Morgan Freeman is a damn vampire for real. That nigga has 1873. Yeah, that nigga was old in the Superman Legit. movie. <laughs> In the first movie I've ever saw him in, way back, and you know, before Electric Company and all that shit, that nigga was old then. How long can you be old before you are just like you're immortal, nigga? I think he uh he reincarnated. He been on this earth before. You know what I'm saying? Something probably. There's some theories on that too. I'm gonna have a segment one day where we talk about some weird ass theories. <clears throat> but um, yeah, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, um, like youth pictures of like somebody uh we probably went to a college party with, you know, same thing with Red Fox, <laughs> pretty much. But Samuel Jackson and Morgan Freeman, they old man. They they look they've been old all day life. <laughs> oh, ancient ass ancient forever ass nigga. All my life I had to fight. <laughs> but yeah. All my life I had to fight to keep staying alive. <laughs> exactly. Next on the list, uh Young Thug. The rapper Young Thug offers aid to African students stranded in the Ukraine, and this is what Yo, the fuck fine. I'm talking about. Okay, Thug. Right? Why I say all? All right, Thug. Thug. We, got, we got to look after our people That's because dope. it's obvious. It's obvious. Who saw that coming from Thug? Like, like who, who, who? Before this happened, was, I bet you I know, know reach out first and do. I bet you it's gonna be Young Thug. I did. You know me. I'm not the biggest Young Thug fan, music wise, but him as a person, I'm gonna fuck with him. From time to time, you know what I'm saying? He, he do Jeffrey, things he that, all right, guy. Jeffrey, you know, yeah. I don't know about all them dresses he's wearing, but you know, God he's giving back. Him. He's giving, I think, I, I, he's giving back more than he's wear dresses. So, hey, <laughs> man, leave it at that. Go but that's yeah, what you do it in. Salute to that's you. what I'm talking about. We got to help our people because they're not going to help us or whatever. Y'all, you seen that video of the Congolese man? And they, t- uh, the dudes, he said the Ukraine was trying to get him to fight for him. He was like, they gonna give him guns. So it was like, how does that sound? Me fight for Ukraine? I'm, I'm not from here. I'm from the Cong- Congolese. You know, yeah. <laughs> how do I name I won't. He was like, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, nah, that was, I don't think America should hop up in this shit at all either. I feel them on the sled. That's doing enough damage as you want to to us. But they I don't, can't. don't put no boots on the ground. Don't go over there meddling in that man. Let them folk handle that shit. From the way I understand, they can't. They can't actually put boots on the ground from us without in inciting World War Three. Us putting boots to ground is basically us saying, "Hey, we want World War Three, and nobody want World War Three except yep. Putin. <laughs> That's about it. Exactly. Yeah. If as long as ain't nobody coming over here fucking with us, man, let them folk handle that shit. Man. They ain't got nothing to do. Got nothing to do. Get them black yeah. folk up out of there. Get them people that ain't from there up out of there, and let them folk. Let them, hey man. That white on that, yeah. that white on white crowd, no. man. Do I was about to say that. I was about they to say nothing that. to do with us. And Ukraine uh, president seemed like he thought he bowed it, bowed it enough. Let, let them ride that shit out, man. Mm-hmm. Making videos like like Soldier Boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like we don't have like every time we go meddling in world politics directly related to us being attacked we fuck something else up that then comes back to bite us like we create some mm-hmm. crazy ass power vacuum or something that leads to <coughs> Al-Qaeda. 
Yeah, like man, leave them folk alone, man. Let them do that. They, they, they will figure it out. Mm-hmm. They will get it together. We That's got shit over here that we can go ahead and focus. I mean, bad. And if you we haven't figured out yet, there's some shit you could be doing over here right now that can uh get us right. But don't don't yeah. go divert the energy and resources over there for that. Help them black yeah. folks, uh people that ain't from Ukraine get out and we the fuck away. Diverting energies and resources. I'm gonna get back to that on the rest on the later on. Let Putin and Ukraine Rambo get it in and let them figure that shit. They both they both get um other things in the news. It looks like uh if you're if you're a trans uh, woman and you were a male before in the Ukraine, you can't leave either. They they said we looking at your um ID. Your ID says you were a man first. So guess what? You can't leave with the women and children. You gotta put on a dress. You gotta put uh, I said you gotta put on a you gotta put on a gun. That's what they said. That's 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 their that's what their country said. Or whatever. So uh, I'm gonna leave yeah. that alone, but God, God bless you if you are in that situation and you're trying to get out. Uh mm-hmm. I just pray for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you were planning on, you know, you know, changing to get out of the the draft in the Ukraine I mean, from the Ukraine, it's not going to work. It's not. Mm-hmm. Get stuck no. there, get hit with border shells. And they're going to give you some. They're going to give you a gun to match with your dress, and they're going to send you right on out there. Big yep. fact, Mundo. If Grandma can give that that Russian uh, soldier a seed and say, "I can't wait for the sunflower to grow on your dead body," guess what your your happy ass going to do? <laughs> I don't think they're going to give you any seed, but they probably give you a gun. You know what I'm saying? They probably do that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let me get off of that touchy subject or whatever. Um, I brought this up because I think this is a good point or whatever on a on an artist note. Um, Snoop Dogg slams this photographer that is suing Nas for posting a picture of Tupac uh, saying, how are you going to sue Nas for a picture that he is? And to tell you the truth, he kind of got a point. That, uh, that picture. He got a point morally, but not legally. That shit mm-hmm. is easy. That- yeah, easy. But at the same time, it's like Nas own, it's that's Nas what I was going to say. That. original photo. That's where it gets stuck. Touch it. Now, if yeah. Nas posted a picture of an actual Polaroid or something that he's in, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if he has it in a digital format, then that's where he may have the issue. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, because then that's where yeah. somebody else's work. Like, if he got the original photo, then he's posting not so much the image itself, but he's posting his personal property. Mm-hmm. Now you good. So I think that's where it kind of that's that's how that that's the fucked up part about like copyright law and trademark law and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like it gets really sticky, but legally, yeah, he probably gonna lose that case. Mm-hmm. Morally, yeah. morally, bad morally. Well, I mean, even if you're a part of something, you should not have to ever pay anything. Like that's yeah, part of your creation. Like, like that, that picture would even be a much. I'm like half the reason why that picture is even worth anything. That would be the exact same. And that would be like me suing you or you suing Faith or Faith suing me for using a picture from one of the episodes. Like it's I'm I'm the I'm the box right there. Look at me. I'm looking Mm -hmm. at the like, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? So I think that's morally like to us, it makes sense. But legally, white people write the laws, man. Not even that. Powerful rich people write the laws in ways that will allow them to do whatever they can to gain and retain wealth. So when you have the trademark law set up like that, it's really just to make sure that they can always find a loophole. You know, I didn't, I didn't have this on the fuckery, but 
sense, it kind of ties into what you just said. You, you, you have you heard about this slaughterhouse shit? With yeah, I've seen the, I seen the lines with Joe Say, hey, this, it, 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 this kind of gives me that vein or whatever. It's like at one point, I kind of feel like, all right, I feel what Royce and, and Joe is saying. But at the same time, I kind of feel what Crooked and Joel is saying. Like I don't because I don't maybe have no. I maybe have not heard. See, I didn't hear the, the actual song, mm-hmm. so maybe I don't understand enough of Joel's and the point. But when I listen to conversations and two people are like both presenting their sides of the truth, you know what I listen to? And my usually the most clear truth is going to go with the person that backs up and is able. Usually, because that yeah. person is actually like they're not grasping for what to say they're just literally re their brain is not going through the step of creating any it's literally just with memory banks and recalling it so i feel mm-hmm. like usually i'm a roll with that and for what i saw from when they had joel on the live with him joel he didn't could, really say much they asked him a simple question at least 12 times the exact same question joel did not actually answer that question with its specifics at all one time I also don't think that me asking questions or me not liking a deal is the same as me turning it down. Because again, when we're talking about business, we're talking about four guys who already had solo careers and had already been doing business mm-hmm. for years before they came together. So you're not going to tell me we that Joel and Crooked don't know the difference between what a, me actually getting an offer sheet or we're still in negotiations and I'm asking questions. And you're just mad because... <clears throat> I, I didn't just immediately say yes, or I didn't agree with y'all in that moment, but I'm still trying to figure out, well, what is the actual after this advance, after this, that, and third? So, like, to me, when you're able to articulate those type of specifics, and you can, like, and I can't get any specifics from the other side, then I'm going to usually say that morally, I don't know who's right. I wasn't in those rooms. I I, I just hope that morally, if they were like, if they were actually real, it's not in, hope they get that shit together. Call number one, you brothers, you mm-hmm. drop out over some money and shit. Um, I also don't think any of them are in a position where like they need them. It was that big of a deal to like where they were out it out on, on dire straits. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think there's a lot more facts and specifics that I've heard from Royce and Joe's side yeah. than I have from Joel and Crooked. I've heard not much from Crooked when he responded, from what I've seen, when he responded, it was kind of like more of talking of the morals of it, but not really digging into like who was right or who was wrong. He was more like trying to take an <clears throat> out approach almost, mm-hmm. which was weird. Um, weird and Joel was just kind of, he just seemed like he was more emotional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's my take on it. Um, but I think the difference is with this is with Joel and them, that's even more of a place of, if it's your friends and your family, to me, morality should come above business fucked up morally. Like you, mm-hmm. your your professional morals have gotten fucked. It was clearly a harm, which showed your personal morals off the kilter. But like, I think morals should lead in in business. So I think exactly with Joe and them, they cool. So that's different. With this photographer dude, he don't know Nas. Nas don't know that nigga. This is just a nigga mm-hmm. who took a picture and was like, "Hey, this is my my art." True. You posted my shit. We didn't talk about it. There was no credit. Like I own this. You didn't license it. Nothing. So like, what's up? And I think that the way Nas did it might have something to do with it. Now, again, I am talking from a place of knowing and understanding, like, kind of the legalities of it, but not actually having seen the picture. Is the picture a picture of an actual photograph or is it a picture of, like, it's like a digital photo of this thing? It's probably a digital photo they probably had on its own. 
on his actual Instagram or whatever. Um, so that's probably where they got him at, pretty much. I don't think it's the actual photo photo. That's yeah. where you fucked up. That's the one place. Like, if he could actually take that shit down and then just repost, if he got a, if he got the photo, like, you know, back in the day, we had Polaroids and shit. If he got that original photograph somewhere, like, he can just take a picture of that, like, on his kitchen table. It will say the mm-hmm. same thing, but he won't get a, in trouble for it. Nah, let's just do that. Yeah. And thank I was going to say. For always stepping in to uh, handle uh, church business. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uncle Snoop. Forget that. I was going to say with that slide on stuff, I'm I'm agreeing with you with on the Royce and and Joe side or whatever because it just seems like they had more business sense um, when it came to the deal. And then I have not known Crooked Eye to have a good deal ever. He was like <laughs> on death row. I think the only reason why we still know Crooked Eye to this day is because of Slaughterhouse. Not not to diss his skill because he's a great. He's an awesome lyricist. He's one of those lyricists that like kills the fuck out of syllables to the highest degree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would uh, same thing. With, and Joel Ortiz is great as far as his lines, punchlines, and stuff like that. But I, I have Royce and Joe are the more successful out of the group. So I kind of would like when it comes to business. Um. Kind of seems like it's they're more sound on it the way it, and it sounds like they had things going or whatever, but they didn't one they didn't like give Royce and Joe all of the parameters or whatever deal they were talking about, so they didn't go ahead and agree with it. And then this this random album that they had set up, the Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse, that was just out of the blue. They didn't know nothing about it until we all found out about it, basically. So. That's where I'm like, all right, they kind of in the wrong for that. And it just seems like you're just trying to build speculation so you can because Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz, they got their own fan base and they've been putting out music consistently every year, pretty much. Big fact. But uh but it ain't but going I almost yeah, it ain't going away. So that's why I feel like they actually putting this up, putting up that speculation or whatever. The you, you know, know what my take on it is for their just music. Personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I think Crooked and Joel realized solo, they weren't seeing, like, it's one thing if you had been solo this whole time and you were still seeing the success you had before Slot. But mm-hmm. once you go up to that, like, more of a, like, a huge recognition, you get used to certain type of checks, certain type of venues that you're performing at, et cetera, and you go back to what you were before that, it's tough on you. And I think yeah. as a man, like, just being a man, putting myself in that, sh- I think maybe they got a little butt hurt that Joe and Royce maybe didn't need the deal with the same expediency as maybe they did. They did, yeah, so because, exactly. So because it didn't move fast enough, they considered that a turn down, whereas maybe Joe and Royce considered it more of like, this this sound is more info I want, maybe negotiate yeah. the term. Um, exactly. I think that there was a lack of trust before this deal mm-hmm. from something that causes you to then, when you first felt that way, to not have the conversation offline before it even gets this far to with this rep. Like there was time after that deal where, hey, I don't like the way you did that, bro. Talk to me. What, what you thinking? What made you think that way? And then y'all had that conversation. Y'all get back on the same page. And then, you know what I'm saying? You never know. It could have been a situation like, hey, how much y'all need in advance to like make sure that y'all good? Or like, what looks do y'all need right now that we can maybe do on our own while we work out the deal? And then that way mm-hmm. the deal gets solidified. We all feel good. But 
y'all are able to get whatever it is that y'all are looking for. I think it is ways to work that shit out if y'all are really boys. And I think that they may not be as tight as public perception. Yeah. Like it might be, uh, how to say, surface know. level cool. Uh huh. Like at, industry. At the, yeah. But at the end, and it might be at surface level a lot closer than a lot of other people that might be in the industry. But as far as at the end of the day, if I'm alone by myself, the five people in my hand I can call on to get help or whatever. Yeah. I think because, well, one, they're, they're all in different corners of the country majority of the time. Like, I feel like Joe is in New York and and um, Royce is in Detroit all the time because he has a whole studio there. So it, it's, it's kind of hard to, unless they Zoom like us, <laughs> pretty much to stay that cool around people pretty much but uh hopefully they sort this out because to me it kind of sounds it, it all looks goofy and corny to me yes sir it's not a good look so if they do come back mm. together and do something it's not a good make them look yeah yeah i mean more stop hyping like, that bullshit up too man joe did not say tell joel to suck his dick he said that will suck, suck his dick yeah dick. that wasn't even words that. have meanings please stop doing that now. yeah so you can get some clicks. Mm-hmm. That's all for. Clicks. And all right. Uh, now we're getting right into. Well, it seems like we kind of been climbing into the fuckery <laughs> shortly, anyway. But yeah, right into the deep dark depths of it here. In Florida, what a surprise! Florida man. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida Dunkin' Donut worker sentenced for fatally punching customer who used a racial slur. Now. Fatally punching like more than once, or just one clean knockout took your life with this punch. Yeah, I think damn. it was a one hit. I got. I think it was a one hit a quitter for the the fact that. Uh, let's see. His name is. Well, he's twenty seven years old. Corey Pujols must complete two hundred hours of community service, attend an anger management course, and spend three years on probation following the completion of his sentence. Uh, according to this report, um, had them his left hook, bro. but I think the, re- the reason why it was fatal was because it was an old man, and I'm trying to look it up right now. But I believe it was an old man, and it's like mm-hmm. 70s, oh, and yeah, he thought man. it was he he thought he thought it was the good old days, and he could just hey, say the word and geezer golf is yeah, but I don't know, man. When that geezer start saying nigga. I still like the old I man. Hit the old me, man I respect but you. I don't think you're an old ass white man. What the fuck did I expect you to? It would surprise me more and shock me more and appall me more if you hey young man, how are you? And you had an actual civil conversation with me. You calling me niggas probably is again going what back to my uh, against the grain. I prejudge. That's what I'm expecting you to say. Nigga, a whole bunch of racial shit that you feel is okay, because that's at this point about all you know and that um that brings up something in my head of like that one Muhammad Ali interview where he was talking. Um, the one dude was like, so basically like he was asking, like, yeah, he was basically asking, so you think that all white people are bad or whatever? I was like, well, it's not that. It's just that black people don't have time to figure out if you were good one or not when there's millions that are not. It's a risk. Figure it out. I'm already fucked. No, no. And then in this case, if you already said, nigga, it's already clicked into my head that hey, you the stereotype. Ding, ding, ding. But, uh, but, uh, Vanel Cook, Vanel Cook, 77, who was white, 
had gone through the drive-thru to order coffee and was angry over the lack of service. While in the drive-thru, Duncan employees had trouble hearing him and he started to yell at them. At, I'm going to put this, I'm going to stop this right here. Oh, I love him. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think this might be my unofficial, this is my unofficial second against the grain. I think I already said this bit before. Um, old people get on my goddamn nerve. <laughs> I know it's, I, I know it's respect your elders. Well, you're going to be old. But you, nigga, we old. I know, I understand, I understand that. But because of my job, and, and because I've been here, these entitled ass old people every single day that gripe over the simplest of shit, the simplest of shit. This is a good case of I, I, I know I know in our culture we have we were built in and it's good that we have this the sympathy for older human beings because they're at that point because hurt. Yeah. Old. And you would want that because you, like you said, we're all going to become older. Whatever, but this generation of old folk are entitled as a bitch. The boomers, the boomers are the reason. the The complaints that the boomers have for the millennials are my complaints against the boomer. These are the same people that fuss you out because you is take because they called you upstairs to get the room the the remote. That's right beside them. <laughs> this, these are the same type of people, okay? These are the same people that can't unplug shit. And I understand if you have a condition, if you have a, a condition where you can't do too much, that's fine or whatever. But if your ass can get the fuck up, if you can drive around, if you, you can go into a drive-through or whatever, you can say an order, you can treat, you, you know when not to say certain shit. Big facts. And who to say it to or whatever. Big facts. Because I know you grew up in a different time, but that's the thing. You grew up in a different time. Your time ain't my time. Let me live. Your time is over with. the young people saying about us. Your time is over with. My time is over with. (laughs) Yeah, my glory days are behind me. I'm, I'm living on grace and just loving life. I am 38. I have figured this out. Why haven't your 77-year-old ass figured this out yet? I have figured this thing, man. out. They, oh, they figured 30 it out. 30 years before. They 40 figured it years out. Before and they had it together until about 55, and then they started dropping. Old people see that, right? man. My grandmother was damn like, near a genius until she hit, like, her late and then all of the dementia. That was not the same woman. It, it kind of just, it, like, made them folk old, man. You got to uh, just. All I got to say gotta, is Like, what you going to do? You going to knock a nigga, knock a, knock a motherfucker to the heaven? <laughs> Beat no, no, I'm head. giving them fair warning because I'm giving them fair warning from the, the natural law of natural selection and survival of the fittest or whatever. Beat that bitch to the pearly gates. Beat that bitch to the pearly gates. Not the old man out. Not the old man out playing. Geese now, some of y'all, some of y'all got old man strength. Some of y'all. Some of y'all think y'all got old man strength. But really. Old nigga that's, that fought in the Kumite really you you like one point or one bad experience from having a cardiac arrest man. figure out which old man which old person you are man and short on youtube's old man he had to be late he was an old dude he was in shape like he was fit looking for mm-hmm. um but he was on the track racing the blocks they won't race him but boy that motherfucker had the oldest arthritis you don't sit down with that nigga hit mm-hmm. man i say you're old ass it's an old ass now Stop acting like a business ass down. Oh, no, let a young nigga shine. Let the old sit your old ass down. Yeah, mm-hmm. sit your old ass down. Let these young niggas. <clears throat> it ain't I'm our so game no more. Charles Oakley. 
It ain't our game no more. Let these young motherfuckers. I respect the elders, but when you start being disrespectful or whatever, then hey, survival of the fittest. Man, like um, said, if you're saying stupid shit, I expect just don't put your hand. Mm-hmm, that's it. Um, and I'm gonna end the fuckery off because I think we all both get tired anyway. You with, know it. Um, you know it. And one motherfucking day, the gases went up a dollar. Bro, the gas went gas up a dollar. This gas shit ain't is not. Cool. Yo, I literally. Bruh, I literally saw take them it. sanctions all Russia, man. Let them dry their tanks <clears throat> where they want to and get our gas prices better. Man, this shit is stupid. No, I don't care enough. I'm you know sorry. what the dumbest part about how gas price? You know how gas prices are formulated. It's literally just people call speculators who just say, "Huh, we feel like it should be this now." Mm-hmm. Like exactly. motherfucker, say that shit should be ninety-seven cent, like it was when I was in high school, and let us ride, man. We used to no, cruise no, all day for five dollars, man. Now y'all beating mm-hmm. us in the head. No, nah, fuck that. What we need to do is find those people that said, hey, I feel like gas should be like this and, and put a gun dead. to their head. What the fuck you think? What the fuck do you think the gas price should be today? Do we have a problem? Because I'm getting tired of it. I am. You know how I am about gas prices, Tiff. You know how I am. But it just doesn't make any sense, man. It was three. It's negative flip. It was three nineteen one day. Old people make pet to come. And, I mean, gas prices in Florida, man. Then it became. Then the next day it was three eighty. It was three seventy nine. And then the exact next day, it wasn't even twenty four hours. Uh-huh. It was about twelve hours later. That shit was four thirty. Fill your tank. That's not seventy five dollars. That's not a gas price. That's a time of day. <laughs> what? That was funny. <laughs> this is the time of day. Like, what in the world? Like, that is what exactly. That, that's yeah. that's somebody. Nah, this shit that's is somebody street like, address. This is the type of shit that is arbitrary <laughs> shit. Like, like I know why, I know why, but this is why. Just, like, I say, why we gotta have a dumbass gas recession every fucking three years? Like, I feel like we just did this a couple years ago, and it was really for no reason because like, mm-hmm. I, just, I just feel like every couple, couple years they're just <clears> like, hey, pay eighty dollars to fill your tank. We'll take it back down in a month. Like, what the fuck? It is told Ukraine and Russia to have beef just so they can raise the gas prices up. That's why I feel like. Man, yeah. that's just to have an excuse to have gas prices so high as fuck. The fact that you probably ain't because you drive, but find an Uber or Uber Eat. Watch watch how the prices have went. Delivery raising all that. People got to pay more for it. Watch that shit. <clears throat> Everything's like, up. Like, that shit going to have some reverberating effects to it. Believe that. But then the fuck we all... Hey, fuck all you people that said the gas price. Indeed. There is a special pit in hell for you with gasoline draws that you soaked yourself. Very special. Right mm-hmm. in there. Right in there. And that same gasoline that you're pumping, pause. And you're good. All this shit. But I tell you who we are. Our black business of the week. And it is BeBeautifullyTrue.com. Um, they are a boutique. They are art uh, gallery. Um, and I went to their art park this past weekend, and it was dope as fuck. Uh, at a ball. Um, they had a lot of dope vendors out there. Um, they had vegan pastries. They had uh, they had like bunch of food. They had the jewelry out there. They had clothes if you wanted to girl some gear. Um, they had beautiful art. Yeah, had a dope experience though, man. If y'all ever get a chance, and y'all are in the Atlanta area, head on out to uh, west of Atlanta and Douglasville. And they are on, what is it, 6719 Strickland Street um, in Douglasville. They do uh, sipping paints. They do art classes for kids. They, like, you, it's a, if you are in 
artistic expression, go there. It's dope. I really enjoyed myself. And it was my first time physically being and not being on like a site. And so it was a really dope. It's dope. So uh, check it out, y'all. Uh, support black business. And why are you supporting black? Go ahead and support us too. The partner. It's real easy. Um, if you want to support, easiest way you can do it, just like engage with uh, whether you're listening on Spotify, Anchor, or one of the other podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Um, or whether you're actually one of our YouTube or Twitch people who are actually watching, please, please make sure you interact with the content. It gets us more into the algorithm. Share it with people. If you enjoy the content, share it with other people like it. Um, if you disagree with something we say, comment. Let us know. Let's have the conversation. Um, all of the engagement helps us um, to grow. That's the easiest. Um, if you're a little bit more giving and you really enjoy the content, support financially. Um, that's always a help. Um, every dollar that we get goes right back into the podcast to help us get better um, and to kind of get out more reach. So you will definitely be supporting uh, a good cause and helping us to do that. And you can do that in several ways. You can either do it super easy, just cash app. You can do it for 25 cents through cash app. And our cash uh, app tag is dollar size one. That's P-O-D-N-A-T-I-Z one. You can also support by going to buymeacoffee.com as a dollar. Um, buymeacoffee.com back to partners um and there as well you can sign up for a membership um being a member and you exclusive perks and vip access to unseen and unedited um, footage from our podcast you get exclusive access to our discord you get um behind the scene access to us um you get other special promo codes exclusive offers our um, clothing and apparel store and and you get VIP access to actually becoming a part of the to actually navigate this topic and join us for the podcast. So that's becoming a member. You can do that for as little as $4.99 per month. And that's at buy me a coffee backslash the partner. Um, you can also support at anchor.fm um, for as little as $4.99 per month. You order there. And another way you can financially support, he's not here to do it. So I hope I do it justice. Is go to rtreclothing.com. rtreclothing.com. That's A-R-T-R-E. He wouldn't spell clothing, so I'm not either. Clothing.com. rtreclothing.com, exclusive one-stop shop for all AC83 clothing and, and your partner's merch and apparel. So you can go there and get your partner's merch and get you some AC83 gear at the same time. Um, designs are uploaded weekly, daily, monthly. It's always something new there. And, you know, go check it out. Get you some new gear. The spring line is coming. Um, Y'all see the weather is breaking. It's starting to get a little warmer out. So the spring line is coming. So please make sure you go and support rtreclothing.com, your official web shop for all AC83 and the partners. And Promo code PODSQUAD83, all caps, all caps. Indeed. Okay. Make sure you get you some discounts while you're there and get a little bit off of that uh deal there. Uh, and shipping is pretty quick, too. Um, We've all ordered. Everybody has gotten their stuff pretty quickly. So uh, make sure when you get yours, you send us a picture or a video of you wearing it so that we can make sure we put it on the R-Trade clothing um, now. And they, they also got afterpay. So you can pay a little now and pay a little later. Put that out there. Get your layaway on under digital. Um, mm -hmm. And last but not least, man, if you ever want to, how can they do that, Pat? At T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S. Uh, that's at at sign t-h-e-p-o-d-n-a-s and that is the instagram the tiktok the twitter um we also have uh tiz face pat on the partners uh, on facebook and uh, feel free to dm us any ideas or anything you want uh you want us to talk about on a podcast uh at t-h-e-p-o-d-n-a-s
Indeed. And make sure after you finish doing all that, you go back to the original support, like and subscribe it, and keep interacting and engaging with us. Keep having a conversation with us. The one place where you can join the conversation. And also, if you are a Spotify listener, make sure you don't forget a Spotify or an F. Make sure you go ahead and leave us a voice message. We can actually add your audio to the podcast and hear your voice and your take live in inserted in the podcast itself. So please become a part of the show. Leave us a message. Please make sure you do that. And also check out our live. You didn't ask us revamping it. So we've been out the past couple of weeks, um, but we will be coming back soon with that. And also Tiz Takes, our new sports show hosted by me, um, will be coming out this Friday at o'clock sports. So if you are new to sports, you can listen. If you are a sports fan with everything about sports, you can. Listen. And if you're like me, you know a lot, but you don't got all the time to like watch every single game to follow more of the storylines. I mean, for that, um, be sure to check out Blunt and Early with Face Saturday mornings. Every Saturday morning, check out Blunt and Early with Face to get all of your cannabis news and 420 friendly information. First three episodes have been amazing. He really does do a good job with like researching it. Like you can really get knocked. You got some uh, questions, if you got thoughts, or if you just want to join him for that conversation, that dialogue responding. So check that out. And uh, yeah, man, check out the movie reviews with Pat. Um, Pat is the same. If you say something, he's going to say something back. So Hattie's conversation, we are the podcast that join in. So as always, man, I have been third of the pod. Your boy Tiz, and I've been along with uh, the third of the partners, the Padawan here, and we've been along with uh, our boy Face, but he had indeed. to leave the place. Indeed, <clears throat> indeed, he had to go handle some family biz, man. We love him. Uh, and yeah, man, we'll be right back at you next week with episode 69. So you know that shit is going to get ridiculous. Pause. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, but yeah, man, we love y'all. See y'all next week. And as always, we are back in this motherfuckers. We love you. Thank you for joining us. We've been the pod. Peace. Time to roll up. <laughs>